0: Hello, everybody. My name is Whitney Duenas. I am the voice and face behind Bar by the Bay, a boutique fitness studio, as well as the Bold Hustle podcast. It is truly an honor to be here today talking with all of you guys. Eric and Kevin are amazing. I love each and every single one of their podcast episodes. And the fact that they're bringing other people in is just huge and so important to me because I am a huge advocate for supporting other businesses and community over competition. Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy and I'm Eric Olson. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. All right, let's dive right in. So I own a boutique fitness studio where we hire independent contractors to teach our classes. I want to touch base more on being an employee and an independent contractor, which when we first opened up was one of our biggest hurdles. I really had to sit down with my business lawyer and decipher the difference between being an independent contractor, the pros and cons, as well as an employee. So what I decided was the pro of being an independent contractor was you have higher earning potential. If you want to be a full-time fitness instructor, which is very hard to come by these days, you're going to want to have that higher earning potential versus a part-time instructor. Another pro was the flexibility in decision-making regarding their schedule, their uniform, their procedures. We don't have a set You have to wear this every class, and you have to do X, Y, Z, but there is always a standard in the industry. Another pro is you get to work in a smaller workplace. It's way more intimate. Our class sizes aren't huge. It's completely up to you. A con is less financial stability, so maybe there isn't group classes to substitute all the time. There's more responsibility to pay your taxes, your paperwork, your insurance on your own And you need to put yourself out there for marketing and networking because people are coming to your classes because they're a client of yours, not necessarily because they're a member of the studio or it fits into their schedule. But ultimately, they're coming for the instructor. If they love the instructor, that's who they're coming from. So you really have to put yourself out there and market and network and be a loving and friendly person to everybody that comes through those doors because they might turn into your client in the end. I'm sure if you're in the fitness industry, you've noticed where if you teach out one gym and you leave that gym, they're more than likely going to follow you to the next gym if you had created that personal connection with them. But then there's always something that comes up. A lot of times you'll say or you'll think, hey, I have a business owner that does it this way and it's a pretty big company or industri- industry-wide Stigma that they're all independent contractors. After doing some more research, I found that there's a few questions you should ask yourself if you're in this industry, and that pretty much tells you if they should be an employee or an independent contractor, such as, do you establish the training programs and design the workouts? I don't. I give that all to the instructors to do. Do clients pay the studio, not the instructor, for their sessions? Yes. Does the studio determine the price the clients pay? Yes. Does the studio set the class times? Yes. Does the studio pay for training equipment and supplies? Yes. We paid for the weights, the mats, everything else. Do the trainers work under their individual name? Yes. Do you intend for your instructor to work at your studio for a while and not temporary? So-so. It depends. Subs, yes. Instructors, we'd love for them to stay for years. So, as you can imagine, we all answered yes to most of them except one. So, a few key characteristics. Of an independent contractor would be that the instructor has their own business and performs services for many different studios. They design their own training programs outside of the studio's control. They determine their own schedule and their own pricing. They bring in their own clients and they provide their own equipment. So we kind of took a step back and decided, hey, we're going to make everyone employees. We're going to do the taxes every month on them. We're going to do that so that when, if anything were to ever happen, then we know that we weren't flying under the radar. We weren't following our other friends who are business owners. Um, They weren't requesting to be classified as an independent contractor. We're going to follow the rules so that we eliminate those fees and penalties now versus carrying them on later. Years after years after years, those penalties are gonna add up instead of taking a step back and saying, hey, we might not have to pay the employee taxes now, but in four years, instead of paying the $30 a month that we had, should have paid on them, we're paying thousands and thousands of dollars. So really do your research, talk to lawyers, get second opinions, dive into it head first, hit rock bottom, scale your way back up, do it the correct way, limit yourself from running into those catastrophes later. As always, be a leader. I love you forever and always, and have a great day. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, you'll love our entrepreneurial newsletter. Sign up at journeyto100million.com.